0: Midi clinicians are menopause experts, offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
1: All right, you savages, listen up. With the craziness around the bombing of the Georgia Guidestones still in full swing, I figured what better bonus episode this week than going all the way back to episode 105 when the Meat Sacks talked the Guidestones. The episode is dumb. You are dumb. The Georgia guidestones were dumb. I hope you hate it.
2: The following is the
1: fourthhand production.
2: Relics are objects or ideas from an earlier time, a touchstone to what life was like long ago. In today's parlance, we mostly think about them as strange objects from forgotten eras or dusty tomes from ancient lands. We view them with a sort of reverence that the people who created these things with sweat and muscle must have some sort of higher knowledge, a viewfinder into the universe we just don't possess. Rarely do we think about strange curios from our current era as relics. We don't lend them the same admiration or give them the same credit. Well, there is a set of modern-day relics right in front of our noses. Not hidden away in a long-abandoned cave, no. Out there for everyone to see in a cow pasture in northeast Georgia. The Georgia Guidestones. They're a modern day relic offering advice and some would say hope to future generations. Others read them in a much darker and foreboding light. Not advice on how to make humanity better, but doctrine with only the most perverse intentions. Who really built the Guidestones? What is their true purpose? And how are the aliens involved? That's next on Hysteria 51. They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread.
1: I think we're getting into a weird area here.
3: Will <laughs> <The laughs> you tell these I'm not crazy! There's
1: hysteria.
4: You can't handle the truth! truth. 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 His brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. <laughs> the truth is out there. It's a lie. But you won't find it here.
1: They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in
3: Hysteria Nation to the podcast that already knows who built the Georgia Guidestones, and his name is Thanos. This is Hysteria Fifty One.
2: Universe is finite; its resources finite. If life is left unchecked, life will cease to exist. It needs
0: correction. You don't know that. I'm the
3: only one who knows that Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension Otherwise known as Chicago We are your hosts and lead investigators Brent Hand and John Goforth
2: I'm Peter by the way
1: Dr. Strange
2: Oh you're using their made up names Um, I'm Spider-Man then A modern day mystery tonight John The Georgia Guide Some say these uh, stones bear a message similar to Thanos And uh, we need to kill most of the world's population When I'm done half of humanity will still be alive
4: I hope they remember you.
3: Some people, some people do say that. <laughs> we'll get into the to to the real mystery and meaning in a bit. Here, here. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> but but I can tell you what I think right now. It was really this only thing, all it was was advertising. It was an early guerrilla marketing tactic <laughs> for Infinity War. It they were just playing the make, long game, the right? really long <laughs> game. <laughs> it just makes sense. You know, they say, and we'll get into this too, that there's a time capsule there at the uh, at the Guidestone site. I bet if you dig it up, there's just a bunch of superhero dust in
2: there. I'm, I'm sure there is. <laughs> this tastes like Spider-Man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the hardest choices require the strongest wills. Enough Infinity War reference. Can we just get on with this train wreck?
2: That other voice you're hearing is the third host of this show, and almost always the drunkest. The one and only conspiracy bot. Can't argue with that. When he's not three sheets to the wind, he's supposed to be researching, editing, and producing this show. Instead, he just focuses on getting three sheets to the wind. <laughs> Someone call that alcoholism.
1: Alcoholics need a drink. I already have one, and you paid for it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'd be worried about your health, but we'll just you know let nature take its course, I think. I think that's probably the right yeah. decision. <laughs> He thinks he knows how to shut us up. Uh, well, the joke's on him. It, the joke <laughs> is on him. That clip sure. is never more appropriate this week.
1: No. No, 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 no.
2: <laughs> yes! Back to the show for the very last
3: time. Is the crowd favorite? Yeah, Question? On the crowd. Yeah. Mr. Joseph Peck. Packer, Packer. <laughs>
1: His name is Pecker. JoJo. I did it all for you, Seabot. I hope your pant leg gets caught in an escalator and a bloodbath ensues.
2: It's all for you, Damien! It's, it's all for you. It's true.
5: Well, it was that was like you guys playing the long play. Uh like John's thing of like hey, in time's on, who do you think's coming next? (laughs) And what do you think's coming after that? You know, the thing about all those Infinity Wars clips and stuff, it reminds me of an episode of The Simpsons.
2: (laughs) Of course course it does. I do not want another single pop culture reference out of you for the rest of the trip, you understand? Hey, man, every time he pulls out a pop culture reference, it seems to work out for them. You know, they took out Giant Man, they took out the Ma or whatever his name was. So (laughs) that really old movie.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Joe, welcome back. It's been a few weeks. It it has. Uh, What
2: have you been doing?
3: Where have your travels taken you?
5: Uh, Been waiting a lot. I spent some time in Berwyn. (laughs)
2: Um, Berwyn. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Uh, Yeah. uh, We actually saw Joe. At the meetup we had, he was. The uh, Hysteria 51 first meetup. It's true. I like to put the meat in meetup. (laughs) (laughs) We did eat some some barbecue ribs there. They were pretty good. They were very good. Uh, Rib tips, Tips. which
3: I was not. Completely familiar with. Mm-hmm. I, I oh really? Just ten ordered rib tips before. I, yeah. I, it's not that I don't know they exist. It's that I just yeah. never order them. And wow, they were really good.
2: They do a good job. Everything there. I had the Tijuana dog, which is a hot dog. <laughs> I <so> had that <laughs> one. <laughs> with uh, I questioned my sexuality when a I was done. A bunch of shit on it. Like uh, it looks like a taco, but there's a uh, there's a, uh, a hot dog in it. And I, I know that sounds disgusting. Again, Phenomenal. questioning sexuality. It looks like a taco, but it was a hot hey, dog. You got to question your sexuality. It's fine. <laughs> now, don't worry about
3: it. We're here for you and. And that's what this is about. Friendship. The thing that makes a good piece of of smoked meat is when they do the rub right, where you, you like sauce, but you don't need sauce. <laughs> Your children. You're, I, you're, I know that I, I,
2: I share that he belief. He makes these jokes. <laughs> we,
3: we laugh at him. Right? You dumb bastards. Brent, do you not understand yet that this show is one big double standard? <laughs> Are you not there yet? That's,
2: Welcome that's to the Double John's, Entendre. I'm your
5: host. <laughs> that's John's long play.
2: Yeah. Oh. Speaking, uh, speaking oh of long plays, uh, yeah, we're, this one's not as old of a story as some that in no. 1979. Or is it? it starts 1980, they're it? built.
3: He said, or is it? Uh, it, was, it was actually built like 5,000
2: years ago, mm-hmm. but they've all um, affected our brain well, somehow. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. no. The, the plans were laid 5,000 years ago. And our, our hero of the story, R.C. Christian, found them written on gold tablets. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's <laughs> and, how it always goes. Uh, now, he has to tell you what they said. Right, I showed him. Yeah, everywhere. yeah. I wouldn't worry about it. This is all. It, it, it'll check out. You'll understand.
3: Well, jokes aside, gentlemen, we do have another monolithic structure tonight. Is starting yeah, to become I, a theme. Yeah.
2: yeah, this this one isn't quite 11,000 years no, old. No. It's, it,
3: it's just as weird. It's not ancient. Yeah. And we... And we do know who built it.
1: No, okay, I'm not saying it's
2: space aliens, right? But it goes without saying it's fucking space aliens. <laughs> oh. And that is not from Ancient Aliens. No, for
3: once. No, that that's actually from Wolfenstein 2. Uh, a, a great game, by the way. Yeah,
2: Jesus, John, Like already. Always. Oh, oh, already. Somehow we got the Nazis didn't in there, to, didn't and the Nazis have already <laughs> shown up. Oh, wow. uh, now,
3: uh, Cbot. This time, this time it is not aliens. Of that we're sure. No, we, we know for a fact a man walked into a bank, filled out the proper paperwork,
2: commissioned a granite company
3: in the area, and
2: built the thing. Let's let's go over the basics, fellas. Yeah. So, in Dateline, Alberton, Georgia, nineteen seventy nine. I might I add, nineteen seventy nine was a mighty fine year for it, this. It's this literally this the greatest
3: year. Yeah.
2: In oh, the I disagree.
3: Ever. I think. I mean, it was a. Um, it was a kind of a boring year nope, leading wrong. up to no, no, we, leading up to the great no. year of nope. 1980. No, that even,
5: doesn't even make sense. They ended a generation because of who was born in 1979 <laughs> and that coinciding with the Steelers winning the Super Bowl and the Pirates winning the World Series. I mean,
1: what else is there in the grand scheme of the cosmos? Time will tell the only date that truly matters is the date of my
2: creation. Well, 11,000 <laughs> years ago, if you ask yeah. him, if you ask him, 11,000 years ago. So a well-dressed man under the pseudonym of R.C. Christian went to Alberton in June of 79, and he approaches the Alberton Granite Finishing Corporation's president, this guy named Joe H. Finley Sr., about the potential cost of building a monument of quote-unquote substantial size, explained that he represented a small group of anonymous Americans foreign to Georgia who had been working on a 20-year-long project as a message for future generations. So since the 50s, they'd been working on this ode to bullshit we'll call it uh, we'll get into hey that in this. hey i don't uh, hey you can like eugenics and everything john you're fine but I, i'm gonna there is no we'll proof foot that foot this down. touches eugenics and there's no proof that it doesn't and there's lots of insinuation <laughs> wait did you just say there's no proof that it doesn't
1: save the bickering for the end i'm not drunk enough yet
3: Finley put him in touch with his banker wyatt c martin who was
2: soon chosen as the intermediary for the project
3: and both men were sworn to secrecy
2: so Alberton, which is about a hundred miles northeast of Atlanta was a pretty good pick for this place because. It's surrounded by granite. It's the granite capital of the world. There's multiple uh, granite quarries around there. And in the town uh, this small, there are more than 45 of them just in that area. And this project moved forward and was finished and unveiled to the world on March 22nd of 1980. They had a big ceremony. Now, uh, dignitaries in the area came that, out. That's actually did. a big thing to say this because there, there's a couple things about this. Number one, when they approached them. This is something that they don't usually do. You you cut granite, but they're not cutting 20-ton slabs of granite. They didn't really have the tools to do it, per se. So they went to the guy. They're like, hey, uh I don't know if we really want to do this. So, um, I mean, they didn't say that. So they gave him this outlandish number. The like, quote, yeah. yeah. And he's like, yeah, that works great. Let's do it. So like, well, shit, we gotta really do this. They literally had to like design new techniques for them. Because as we know, uh, humans can't move stones that large. <laughs> no, <laughs> we, we don't learn technology. That, yes. So what they did is, and I don't know if we're going to get into this later or not, but they, they created the graviton beam. And, uh, it's true. <laughs> it uses a, a combination of graviton and sound to levitate the bricks. Well, if you place. remember from our, uh, Gobekli Tepe episode, Glaxon and
3: Kilgore, uh, are the oh, ones right. that help with that. Right. Yeah. Also, uh along with building that, they not only did they swear him to secrecy, right. it's they 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 were quoted as saying it seems like their funds were endless. Yeah. It
2: seems like, you know, these weird people that that, that <laughs> look at Elon Musk and the Bigelows of the world and stuff that right. want to do these things. And sometimes these people get these crazy things involved. Now endless isn't endless you know that i mean this was definitely a uh you know a doable project it's not going to space it's it's building some stones. Yeah, i think but i read still, somewhere they paid a little over half a million dollars which doesn't seem like that much I mean, it, it's a ton of money right it's a ton of money seriously but- that's no. that's that's so
5: little to achieve that's i completely say- ridiculous ends. that's what I'm saying like it's me. a ton of money to like on a whim on a whim yeah. but what are you guess- going to spend it on investment in your future <laughs> well <laughs> yeah <Dear>
2: don't-, <laughs> don't you understand Joe they were investing in all our future. They gave us the guides oh, wow. on stone. It, wow, they need a name for something like that. <laughs>
3: what, what, what could you call these <laughs> things? Uh,
2: I feel inspired. Actually, now I shouldn't. I shouldn't spent half a million dollars on a vat of bacon grease. <laughs> <laughs> the other big thing is, is that after RC Christian had met with Finley and with Martin and everything's erected, he leaves town and is gone. Like yeah. that is that is where he exits this story at least in person. Now, there's a lot of speculations, but uh,
3: that that's it. Yeah, Finley never saw him again. Now, Martin claims to have had dinner with him a few times thereafter and discussed things, but no one else other than Martin ever saw R.C. Christian again.
5: Funny thing is no one no one finds it suspicious that there's this guy in a trench coat and a hat pulled way down that's always wandering around the stone. Sam <laughs> so what do you think about these? His
2: face is <laughs> pale white. impressive, eh? <laughs> His face is pale white and he has bright red lipstick uh, on. (laughs)
5: I bet. Hey, kid, I bet the guy who uh, designed these and and funded them must be a pretty cool guy. Yeah. I bet he's
2: good with the ladies and has a huge rod. What? What what just happened? Whoa. (laughs) Hey, hey. (laughs) It's also worth noting that
3: Christian later transferred ownership of the land and the Guidestones to Elbert County. Yeah. So after they spent all that time and money and effort. He gave it to the local municipality.
2: It's cut out in the middle of nowhere and it was on a cattle ranch and he, he goes to this rancher and he says, Hey, you know, sell me five acres and he buys it with the stipulation that that rancher, even when it is transferred, has a grazing rights. So his cattle can use that land and eat on there. Um, grazing rights is something that we don't really ever deal with, but a lot of parts of the country, especially there and out in Vegas and stuff, that's big money. And, uh, they, they, um, they set up like a, what, that. That last big—I uh, don't know—that the standoff. standoff. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was over grazing rights. Yep. Shit like that is big money.
3: I whenever I go to Vegas and try out one of those huge Vegas buffets, <laughs> you know, I mean it's pretty expensive. Some the- of them want like thirty bucks. Uh, my belief is, and I tell them this every time when I come back the next
2: day, that I still have grazing rights. Yes, that's right. That's yeah, right. Do. Does that check out? That's Speaking me. of those buffets, real quick, uh, you said that some of them are $30. Bucks. Uh, so we were there recently. Some of them are like $130 oh, yeah. for a oh, buffet. Yeah. You're like, you better have like, I better get a rub and tug and rib tips. You know, like
3: <laughs> I must have been going to the ones like, uh, what's his name, uh, was going to in Vegas vacation. <laughs> yes. Odd or even odd. It's even. <laughs> it's, Damn it. <laughs>
2: You want the blue slop? <laughs> <laughs> this is good, 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 good. You get the three-day-old shrimp cocktail. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but you can have as much as you
2: want. Yeah, The, the, the monument itself is pretty straightforward. There's not a ton to it. It's it's four large slabs of granite, stood vertically, and they're encircling a center slab with a capstone balancing on top. And it, it really looks like a modern-day Stonehenge, like mm-hmm. what you think Stonehenge looked like probably when it was newer they just when it wasn't like six eight thousand years yeah the capstone is just
3: perched on top of it if you look at it from a bird's eye view some people say that it resembles a cross with something in the middle of it we'll talk about that it's just it's worth pointing out
2: yeah we'll We'll get to it you can see a lot of things when you look into things you know what i mean and um please tell me more So the mm. toll height's 19 feet 3 inches and weighs almost 120 tons, which is 14.8 million pounds. For those of you playing along at home, <laughs> now it's 120 tons. Each individual vertical stone is 16 feet tall and weighs over 20 tons each. And just a few feet off to the west of the money is an additional, uh, I'd say it's like a granite ledger and has been set level in the ground. And this tablet identifies the structure and the languages used on it and lists various facts about the size, weight and astronomical features of the stone and the date it was
3: installed it also mentions a a time capsule buried under the tablet yeah but there's spaces on the stone reserved for filling in the dates on which the capsule was buried and it's supposed to have been opened but that hasn't been inscribed yet so it's uncertain if there's actually a time capsule there
2: right and it's one of those things where (sighs) that's even a better story than if you knew it was there almost because you're like ah. is it? I don't know. And if I was going to like you said, you know, like half a million dollars to bullshit an entire generation kind of like that's almost worth it. And that would almost be it. better when you go like is there a time capsule? <laughs> every time I wonder I don't know. Every time I
3: stumbled across the time capsule part I'm like, well, in every episode we've ever talked about things underground they're like well we just use ground penetrating radar that feels like that'd be a pretty simple thing to figure I don't know, but out it,
2: it, I guess it'd be right underneath I don't know if it's in the center or do they have to remove one move one of the stones I don't know how it works you know what I would just do dig it up <laughs> <laughs> shovel <laughs> Which, yeah speaking of time capsules so my church growing up we did a time capsule and I remember doing it and we were supposed to open it in like the year 2000 and I remember year 2000 comes and my church like we're just not going to open it we're going to leave it there and I want to know what I put in there. <laughs> like, I was one of the main people that did it. And, like, literally, I've asked about, oh, yeah, we've got it still, you know, but I don't know if we'll open it. That's weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, like, don't know if we'll ever open it. Yeah. Like, you when you set a date on the time capsule. You're supposed to uh, open oh, it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You don't go, nah. <laughs> I was bored. I decided not to do it. So,
5: like, what did they think? Like. Who do they think's ever going to open it then? I don't I mean, know. You have them date's gone. Like
2: what? What happened when you guys it. all die? Like I remember, is someone going to be like, mm. we never buried it, but it was like it oh. was one of those things you could be buried. It was like put into something in the church, but it, was, it looked like a giant pill. So like it did, screwed where is together. It, then? So it was like, what I, is it on the altar? I don't. No, it was just like in the basement. Is this what you it, guys yeah. worship?
5: <laughs> um,
2: yes. <laughs> yes. The time capsule. The pill.
3: capsule. Uh, gentlemen, I'm thinking road trip. Yes. We need to go just save go s- Brent's time vessel. Yeah. Yeah.
5: yeah. We're gonna exactly. be like Geraldo uh, opening up the vault. <laughs> no
2: or, or, or like Indiana Jones when he's like, close your eyes.
3: <laughs> he was just looking for an excuse. Just looking for an excuse.
2: The other thing I, I mentioned a couple minutes ago, John, was the astronomical significance that they talk about on that that, you know, the 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 stone off to the west. What what's that
3: about? They intended for the entirety of the structure to also double as a um, a clock, a calendar, etc. Uh, there's a channel through uh, the stone that indicates uh, a celestial pole, uh, meaning you can see the north star through it. There's a horizontal slot that indicates uh, annual travel of the sun. Mm-hmm. So calendar, as we as we said, mm-hmm. and then a, a sunbeam through the capstone marks noontime throughout the year. Oh. Um, better description from Wikipedia says the four outer stones are oriented to mark the limits of the 18.6 year lunar declination cycle.
2: Ah, se- uh, declination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the center
3: column features a hole drilled at an angle from one side to the other through which can be seen the North Star, a star whose position changes only very gradually over time. The same pillar has a slot carved through it, which aligns with the sun's solstices and equinoxes. A 7 eighths inch aperture in the capstone allows a ray of sun to pass through at noon each day, shining a beam on the center stone, indicating the day of the year.
2: You know who I feel bad for? The poor bastards who had to carve this and make it exact, because there, yeah. now over time, this isn't going to work because, you know, celestial bodies, for the move. North, yeah. but for a long time, it's going to and you have to be within, you know, fractions of, of you know, tolerance for that to work. It, this is stuff that they found out and figured out a long time ago. But even me now, I'm just like, man, I wouldn't want to have to, have to do that. that. That is a lot of. there's a lot of planning involved. Or in that. One yeah. light, er, you know, slight earthquake, and oops, it no longer works. They did have to go hire
3: astronomers to come in and mm-hmm. and advise on the project. I bet they use sextants. Sextants. Um, I. <laughs> it's just a I'm gonna, word. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with yes. I I, yeah, I Just gonna I'll agree with you because I don't know what that word means. Sexton is what they used.
2: Uh, the the old uh, ye old travelers of water. It's a thing where you align stars you can to tell your direction uh, you're going at no. night.
3: Oh, do you? Did you have one like for your uh, ye old traveler yeah. of water cosplay out I, old.
2: I bought it thinking it was something completely different, and it was a huge <laughs> disappointment. Mm. They do not take refunds if they're water damaged. <laughs> I, I I'm staying away from that. I'm just. I dropped we, it out we of my boat. gotta, we gotta move on. I yes. dropped we it out of my on. boat. We, I was going to you, the you Baltic Sea anomaly. You don't, you don't have a boat. It fell it's in with the. Uh, it fell in with the the uh, sonar. The, the sonar. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yes. Did you have an Eastern European man with a weird accent try to fix it? Yeah, I'd be fixing. So it's clear that extensive thought went into the Those building Eastern of this European thing.
2: European pirates.
3: <laughs> yeah, there's so many. <laughs> Listen, guys, it's clear that extensive thought went into building and placement of the guide stones. but the reason for its existence and true meaning behind the Stones message has never been confirmed
2: nor 100% understood. No, that's that's why this is such an interesting topic and a scary topic or a fun topic is because we're going to tell you here in a minute, but there's things written on there that can be taken very ominously or in a good way. You right. know, it's the the age old choose your own adventure. But when people do things and are comp completely behind closed doors it never feels like yay this is a good thing it's not like they took that half a million dollars and donated it to like you know loaves and fishes or some other charity no they made a giant monolith of doom in a lot of people's eyes i think you're right i mean
3: i think anonymity leads to people just believing there's an ominous nature to anything
5: yeah uh, I, could there be can you call it a monolith when it's four stones monolithic
2: wouldn't it structure, structure. Mono- monolithic wouldn't it be structure. a quadrilith uh we don't use those kind of terms around here because <laughs> um i don't know what they mean <laughs> no i don't know monolith i just thought was like gigantic stone structures no matter how many pieces i don't know but yeah mono single does it, it made up it's, of it's made up of monolith so it's a monolithic yeah. structure. or is it just sick
3: does that mono
2: yeah. Oh yeah! Turns out I was just really and bored. bored.
3: <laughs> 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 so turns Brent...
5: out it made out with the wrong <laughs> 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 other other mysterious who hasn't structure. been there. I had mono.
3: Did you guys have mono? No,
5: no I never had that. No. Oh,
1: no. well, <laughs>
2: may, again, maybe. Lisa. <laughs> I have had long periods of boredom. Lisa had mono in college—the kissing disease. The kissing disease. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: So, uh,
3: we we mentioned messages or guidelines yeah. or principles or edicts or whatever you want to call them—they are engraved on the stones in eight different languages. Yeah! The, same, the same ten things in eight different languages. One language is on the face of each of the the faces of each of the large stones. So you each know, each monolithic stone. Will have, stone? Yes. Hey, hey. Here, here you go, Joe. Uh, each stone will have one on each side. And and moving clockwise around the structure from due north, here are the languages. English, Spanish, Swahili, Sanskrit, Hebrew, Arabic, Chinese, and Russian.
0: Okay. What's your major? Uh, Sanskrit. Sanskrit. You're majoring in a 5,000-year-old dead language.
4: Yeah. Ooh. Latin. It's the best I can do.
0: <laughs>
2: BCU. Yes. That yes. actually was a good drop, Seba. That was a good yeah. drop. The big thing, though, is what they say. And here we will read the Guidestones without comment, Joe. <laughs> We're going to get through these before Fine. we. We just got to get through them
3: first, and then, and then we'll do we it. We can run a- ride them rough shots. All I'm right. I'm stepping out. Here
2: we go. Maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Unite humanity with a living new language. Rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. Balance personal rights with social duties. Perfectly balanced. as all things should be. We said to wait through this to see Bob, but that was actually pretty good. Yeah. Prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. Be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. Oh I, my God! I said it twice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to I'm I'm going to make the first comment
3: on it, and it has nothing to do with the the content of what they're or, or the meaning behind what they're saying. What is the if this was this was built and written in modern day? What's the need for speaking in parlance from like the seventeen hundreds? Right, right, and <laughs> you know, it, be not a cancer on the earth.
2: It, it, some of well, it sounds good, you know, improve fitness and diversity. Yay! Bring a new language? No, we don't need a new language. We've got enough. We have Esperanto. And that's true, and that's what it's for. The universal mm-hmm. language. Yeah.
3: Uh, wasn't there a- I thought math was so the right universal now we have language, seven... but that's just me. <laughs> wasn't there
2: a William Shatner movie all in Esperanto? I mean, that sounds it right. was written. It, it was adopted by a lot of sci-fi fans, so I could see that. I think there was. <laughs> I, I I watched. A, a. I think I told you guys this, but I watched a um this documentary on the guy. He has like the largest pop culture and sci-fi um collection in the world. He passed away like a year or two ago, but he was out in L.A. and his home was a museum. Anyway, he was like one of the big pushers of Esperanto and his best friend. Dolph Lundgren. One L. Ron Hubbard. Mm hmm. Elron, yeah. like not like oh I I like literally they were friends since you know they wrote together as you know when they were first coming. Pen pals.
3: Yeah. Did es you really Esperanto. see a documentary, or were you just hanging out outside that guy's house? So exactly. exactly. oh, it looks like
5: you're going to die soon. <laughs> uh, given the amount of, well, I guess it's more comic book collectibles
2: that Brent has. I was going to say, did,
5: did he die under mysterious circumstances? you <laughs> the second
3: biggest collection,
2: Brent. Why do you have 17 storage facilities? Give yeah. it to yourself.
3: <laughs> it's funny uh, uh we'll get into kind of the more controversial aspects of these messages in a bit One what like them, maintain humanity under 500 million that's the that's <laughs> the ding 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 but uh they made a big point about this being apolitical non-political right mm-hmm. it's pretty political to say avoid petty laws and useless officials yeah somebody's yeah. got a hard on for the government. <laughs> Well, I mean,
2: I guess you could have laws and officials inside of an organization. That's what I was going to say. Like, it depends on how you look at it. And the big thing that I found, and I don't know if you guys ran into this in researching this, is there are page after page after page after page of people that dissect this, and it gets so blown off course because of their inability to not want to push, well, this is who it was, and this is what it means. And it was harder to find, like, just... At least to start out, just the straight up information, because everyone has a very distinct opinion, and that's fine. But everyone wants to say who it was or what it was, and it's hard to weed through it. It pushes their own
3: agenda. It's like um, it's Mm -hmm. like we we mentioned Göbekli Tepe earlier. It's like Göbekli Tepe. It's we know people didn't live there. You can easily make the argument that it was a temple, and you can easily make the argument that they were grain silos (laughs) and people. People push their agenda
2: based on which one they think is true. Yeah, it's funny. I'm just thinking about like, you know, the world ends and then like a million years, someone comes here and they land in Georgia. Oh, okay. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the other question. Like, for example, the
5: ambiguity of this, what is does 500 million actually mean people? Does it mean? maintain humanity under 500 million feet in other words musk stop trying to get us to mars is that what this is about
3: like you know it could mean a lot of things you do you actually raise an interesting point that i hadn't thought of uh what if it's not lives what if that's not people right it just says 500 million i've always wondered that because it's the
2: Earth already had 500 million people or when this was created. Maintain 4. humanity, 5 billion. Right? Maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance. Everyone else, chaos. Fuck the world. <laughs> but 500 million are in perfect harmony, which is probably over how many that are actually are. We probably don't have 500 million people in uh, perpetual balance with. Eh, we probably do because of there's still tribes and stuff out there. So.
3: Oh, you mean in balance with in with nature where they're not. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know, like, uh, like, what's what's balance
2: well that's there's ambiguity to all of this language. all of it it's you, when you, you call rip these things apart right it's when you cut open a whale and it doesn't spew out four million pounds of plastic I think that's that's balance <laughs> well but wouldn't balance not be not cutting open the whale that's true uh, well <laughs> sometimes whales beach themselves and we have to get rid of them so the balance is we cut them open and feed them to other marine life and and the seagulls well one thing that did come true is let, true. Uh, the I said, goes on. let all nations rule
3: uh, internally resolving external disputes in a world court take them
2: to the Hague when
3: this was made we did not have the international criminal court yeah we do now the ICC did not exist in 1980. But they had the yeah, but Hague War
2: crimes. yeah. Because the Hague, trium-
3: yeah, crimes,
5: the, Hague the Hague was was where they put the the International uh, War Crime Tribunal when
3: that was before that before was League of the, Nations. But that's that not. But even that's even I, mean, I mean, of course, I mean throughout time there have been different examples of this. I'm, I'm saying know. our most modern version, the ICC, oh, did not exist.
5: Fine. So you're saying that it was created because because of, oh, of the so Georgia Guidestone? Where oh, were
2: course. we at with the right. Legion
5: of
3: Doom back then? still forming.
5: That's a good question. I don't know if
2: technically it had ever been uh put to page i like to think that the legion of doom joe is what they talk about around like the water cooler <laughs> <laughs> did you hear joe peck the other day on,
3: uh...
5: <laughs> yes well, Toy man. is it mantis and <laughs> toy, man? <laughs>
3: yes, toy man i did <laughs> the one other thing i wanted to point out now and we'll talk about more of these later it says balance personal rights with social duties that almost feels like give up some of your personal liberties for the greater good, like that, almost that feels a little that way. Well, so, but the, wouldn't it only feel that way
5: if if you're out of balance, so that you're not doing enough social duty? Is that what you're saying here, well, John? But, but, you, but f society, I'm not giving up my rights either. The funny
2: thing is, and if you yes. want to take a, a a political swing on this, like the right and the left both will blame or take pride and ownership mm. in a lot of these things, and that one seems like a more left leaning. You know, statement, whereas some of these sound more right leaning. So it's funny. I 100 percent agree with you that it sounds more left wing.
3: But just to show the listener how you can make these work for you either way. The other way you can look at that very statement is when, like, we passed the Patriot Act. Right. You're giving up for the betterment of society. You're giving up some personal privacy.
2: (laughs) The funniest thing to me was the Patriot Act comes out and it was bad. We know that, right? So everyone knows that. So then they go, well, we were just dumb. Unleash Operation Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I can share pictures and then give you twice as much information. Where do I sign? <laughs> like, oh, okay, all right, deal. It's uh, it reminds me of a
3: meme. I think actually you posted uh, that shows like an o- older person and back, you know, before computers and such, uh, talking so on their such. phone and they're like, uh, oh, uh, d- don't don't say it, uh, you know, th- they are listening. Yeah. Uh, and then that it's like that's then this. This Don't say now. that you're
2: going to get a wiretap. Yeah. And then, the and then be, yeah. this is
3: now. <laughs> hey, CIA
2: listening machine, yeah. order me some yeah. groceries. Me yeah. Hey, awesome. wiretap. What's a good uh, recipe for apple pie? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there is a lot to unpack there we, that we've gotten to. And we're, we're going to tell you exactly what all this means. We're not really. Yeah, I was probably gonna gonna say not though. really. I, you just got me real excited. <laughs> but we're going to tell you what it means to us after the break on Hysteria right. 51.
0: Oh, man.
2: You know who's in charge of all of this? Yeah. Mr. Snuffleupagus? Nation, what difficulties did you have with learning a new language in school or whenever you did it? Did you do it through textbooks or did you try to use some weird online thing? I know I took two years in high school and two years in college and I knew nothing. And that's because I wasn't using something like what we have been blessed to have as a longtime sponsor. And we use it rosetta stone they're the most trusted language learning program and it's available on desktop or as an app and the reason why i enjoy doing it it immerses you in the language you want to learn instead of just being silly drills and a class you can sleep through
3: uh, i definitely use it I, I think it's really cool how they have the speech recognition program on there it gives you the feedback on the pronunciation are you making fun stuff? of me
2: because i can never do that that's what you're getting at right now
1: it? <laughs> that's what
3: it, it's like what are you trying to do do it right <laughs>
2: Uh, but it is really cool.
3: They've got all kinds of lessons. You can do it uh, offline. You don't even have to be online for it.
2: That is great because it's right there in your pocket or at your home and you can do it. You got 15 minutes. Let's go to town. Let's do it. You know, and mm-hmm. it's amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages available for any trips. You need language in life. You need to brush up on stuff. Maybe you just met a girl or a guy or a non-binary and they're from uh, somewhere else. Somewhere, you know, who knows? Well, if they're in the one of the 25, Rosetta's going to work for you if <laughs> you get lifetime access to all of that. And there is a 50% offer, so it is a steal. So don't put off learning language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Hysteria 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for that 50% off that I just told you about. Visit rosettastone.com
3: slash today. That's 50% off, unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life Redeem your fifty percent off at RosettaStone.com/today. Today,
0: brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain.
4: Saying snuffleupagus is not
2: to be messed Agreed. You bring up a good point there. Thank well, you. You know, I and- would, I would put it. I would say the trifled with because <laughs> I think a more appropriate way to put <laughs> that's it. That's true. That's that's fair. uh welcome back. We're going to talk about uh, the messages and the purpose of the guidestones. Which uh, this is the the land of fantasy and make believe, or, or choose your own adventure, because you know it's one of those things where why don't they ever just come out and say? keep humanity in balance by 500 million and then there's an asterisk one and then you go to that rock 40 feet away and it goes <laughs> kill all the motherfuckers you know what I mean you go uh, so that's one. what
3: they meant yeah. okay okay yeah. so I mean the principles the 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 10 that we just walked through are ostensibly the purpose for the entire monument And and yeah. man do they stir up a lot of controversy there's
2: nothing real heartfelt and warm feeling when you read those off of a Almost twenty foot, one hundred and twenty ton megalithic structure. Sure. Megalithic, there's it, the word I was we were looking mm. for. maybe Joe
5: feels. I feel comfort. very warm when I read "Guide Reproduction Wisely." <laughs> <laughs> it, it draws it, it. It draws my mind back to the uh, classic film, Superbad. The we should be blocking bone. his cock. We should be guiding his <laughs> cock. <laughs> they, they, Seth Rogen understands guiding reproduction. You know, possibly. Bill
3: Bill Hader uh, said that so much of the interaction between he and uh, the guy that played McLovin completely improv. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. A, a hater, especially Hader because he was just having fun with it. And he's really good at being creepy when he wants to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well. So, uh, yeah, talking, getting back on track. Yeah. Getting back on track. I I mean, even though you're right, Brent, 100 percent, it feels ominous. It could be well-meaning. But boy, the people around there did not think so. At least uh, at least certain members at the unveiling, like literally it hasn't been a thing for more than five minutes to the general public. One crowd member who was a local pastor immediately professed his belief that the stones were
2: built for cult and devil worship because of the similar appearance to Stonehenge. Which, I mean, it has been well documented that the devil built Stonehenge. Himself. Yes. And it was used as an altar to sacrifice people. Virgins and other things to the hoary host of the neither world. Correct. Yeah, I mean that is. I get you know, it. One two, and it just a, <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah, uh, the big thing outside of said pastor, you know, is these conspiracy theorists and fundamentalists believe them to be work of satanists. Or the New World Order. Sometimes those go hand in hand. Sometimes sometimes, sometimes they don't. Right, right, right. Feel particularly by certain commandments. I guess we can call them the Ten Commandments. Yes. Such as guide reproduction wisely. The one that Joe yeah, got really far favorite. behind. Uh, improving fitness and diversity, which can uh, be ominously interpreted. Um, and the Guidestones have been seriously vandalized by people over the years. And by seriously paint, spray paint. Someone took a jackhammer to it. They, yeah. They, someone took a tow rope and tried to pull them over. And I like to think, and I don't know this, but I like to think it just ripped the, the bumper. Back of it, um, yeah, yeah.
3: Ripped right off out. of it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they also used uh, some of the people used polyurethane because that's a lot harder to get off than paint. Yeah. And it, this was all done. If you read the graffiti that they put up, when it's not just splashed on there, it's by those those very theorists that think it is it is devil worship.
2: Now this has calmed down over the years. A yes, lot of this yes, happened. Certainly. You know. When it was pretty new, I'm sure it still happens from time to time, but it's more like uh, someone sticks a Hysteria Fifty One sticker on it. <laughs> and oh, now genius. please, please, yeah, who is in Georgia photos? listening? Photos, right now? yes. Anyone? I would hate it if you did that. I do not want you Endorse to send that. John or I a direct message asking for stickers with your address to do that, uh, or where you can send the photos. I do not want that. That is bad, and we would not thank you for doing it. And probably send you swag. clear clear all right <laughs> so um what, the builder of the stone
3: uh the, i'm not not the builder i suppose the orchestrator the guy who RC, held
2: the graviton sound
3: <laughs> rc christian the 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 mystery man himself the inventor of rc cola yes, yes. he's the, and rc cars Oh yeah, he's a he's he's a man about town. A good friend of mine, Noel Brown, he's one of the hosts of Stuff They Don't Want You to Know. For his senior thesis movie, he made a documentary about the Georgia Guidestones, and he actually got some really cool access. Wyatt, the the guy from the bank we mentioned earlier, he got to sit down and interview him numerous times, and and Stuff They Don't Want You to Know did a really good episode on the Georgia Guidestones a few years ago, and he enumerated all of this, but he got access to a letter. That um, that RC Christian had written to Wyatt Wyatt Martin from the bank that he had written to him to then send to local pastors and the newspaper to be printed. This will calm everyone down. Yeah, and it it just goes on to say and and in, in no uncertain we, we want to make sure, clear and sure that you all understand on no uncertain terms this has nothing to do with the devil and a cult, anything way shape or or form. These are just guiding principles that we believe in. Uh, it has no, so there 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 is no tie there's also no numerological tie no astrological tie not astro- not astronomy which yeah. you know is just the study of the stars but uh we're I'm talking about astrology like tarot cards and stuff no tie to any of that in fact there is nothing about what we've said that should offend any religion, period. This is not anti-Christian,
2: obviously he wouldn't have said those things if it wasn't all of that. (laughs) I'm sure how that letter was taken.
5: It's exactly what a person who meant for all that to be the case would say.
0: Who was it? Who could it possibly be? (laughs) Was it? Oh, I don't know. Say it!
3: It's the first time you've appropriately used that drop in like a hundred episodes, (laughs) Seabot. I'm not saying whether he was was telling the truth, lying, whatever, but uh, of course you know that 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 doesn't exactly uh, quell the masses when they read something
2: like that. I know that you're going to think this is the devil promises. It's not (laughs) exactly. Hey, uh, these other things you've probably never even thought about. It's not them either. (laughs) It's not the
5: devil. It's Mephisto.
3: The letter even goes on to invite future. They call them benefactors to add to the stones, meaning put more stones around it. Yeah. And it just said, please keep in mind our, you know, um, go fund me time. <laughs> yes!
2: the, like, I Hysteria
3: don't, 51, GoFundMe me, Georgia yeah. Guidestones
2: 2.0. Yeah, like uh, the top one. Oops, we were wrong. 550 million people <laughs> uh, yep. will be used as food. The rest will die. The rest is just zeros and ones written by conspiracy. But
3: I dig it. I can get behind it. I knew you would. <laughs> I knew you would. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, I don't think we should let C-Bot be involved in any way. This no. could go sour quickly.
2: It's just a giant, like, um, you know, paps blue ribbon <laughs> can made out of stone and uh, a bunch of
3: dead bodies. <laughs> and a bunch of, uh, bunch of dead cat bodies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, listen, I think the one thing is clear from from hearing about and understanding what they were saying in that letter, no matter what the intent was. They did care about public perception. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. You know, they wanted it to be liked. They, I mean, think about some of the things they did. They gifted it back to the community after spending five hundred thousand dollars on it. They wrote a letter saying, "Hey guys, we really didn't mean anything nefarious by this. We swear that everything they were doing was an effort to get on the positive side of of uh, public opinion." Didn't necessarily work. It, I mean, I think maybe today it has. You know, in in uh, you hear from. Atlantean, or Atlanteans. Mm, uh, <laughs> no, of the Atlantean, the I approve. <laughs> you hear from Georgians that, I mean, for the most part, they see it as a positive. If you go to the tourism website for Elbert County, Georgia, the first huge picture you see is a big picture of the Georgia Guidestones. Right, right. So it's not like they're currently looking well, at them what? as People
5: this horrible thing. People come there to look thing.
2: at them, so Georgia goes, cha-ching. Cha-ching. Yeah, all of yeah. a the sudden, yeah. they're
5: interesting. Well, you know who else recently... Went through some some uh, lamenting the fact that the public wasn't perceiving his actions as as well and as nicely as he thought they would was Dennis Rodman with all his trips to North Korea. Oh, he cried. Yeah, he's like, guys, seriously, I'm not just trying to make a buck here. He was being, or in inter- this case, whatever their currency I
2: is. I am on your side. I am doing this for you. I think he's being
3: interviewed by Chris Cuomo on CNN, and he literally broke down into tears weeping, saying, if you guys don't understand what I'm trying to do, then I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you, but I am just trying to help.
2: Yeah. I read your book where you broke your dick in a woman and uh, talked about rubbing Tiger bomb to increase your vitality, but thank you for being the spokesperson for our country for America. towards another one who wants to wipe us
3: off the face of the earth imagine north korea's perception of americans when the only two that have been there um or that have been that are probably by state-run tv talked about yeah are dennis rodman and donald trump
2: yeah
5: <laughs> <laughs> that's a representation it's of awesome. this country baby i want to know what happened when people like said to in front of kim jong-un <clears throat> wow that guy's really tall because yeah. kim jong-un has to be the number one at everything so did he go
2: no, he's not. He's not. What are you talking about? Well, the, what's wrong with your he's eyes? Exactly, sh- uh, slightly shorter than me. These um, <laughs> evil Americans. He's he's a cyborg, and they're doing that. They they made a pact with the devil. Uh, see, what they don't know is uh, Kim Jong Un read what was underneath the Georgia Guidestones uh, right uh, of the the. Uh, he's been there.
3: He's yeah, been down there.
2: Yeah, he's he, well. He he helped dig it.
3: Well, either that or there was a podium with a lot of phone books. A lot of phone
5: books. That's what happens to all the phone books. Yes. That's where they are now. He has a team of people that just hoard them (laughs) for every Every location he goes to. Every location he can go to. That's got to be a
2: really small phone book over there, anyway, because how many of them actually have phones? Or are allowed to call. Yeah, yeah, there's seven numbers. (laughs) All all Kim Jong Un. So we're going to go to break again. We're going to get off the Oon train. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk meeting purpose and some of the identity of who Mr. RC might have been, other than the the Coke magnate. uh, And the the Coke, or not Coke, but the RC. Not the Coke brothers. Yeah. The the Cola. Who knows? Maybe the Coke brothers were behind it. But who was behind it? We'll find out. On hysteria. What is it again, Joe? 51. There it is. Hey, do you,
5: think, do you think growing up Kim Jong-un's name was doing Chang? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how they called it.
4: We're
2: back! So, did Snuffleupagus have anything to do with JFK? If you look into the non-redacted portions that have been released, he was the trainer who trained the CIA spooks back then. Oswald was one of them.
3: Oh,
5: it's also a
2: little-known fact:
5: before the you know forty-year slow sort of decimation of PBS as funding and power and stuff, actually. It used to be that the third in line for the presidency was a Sesame Street character. That oh. makes sense
2: because you want diversity.
3: So are are we then saying that because PBS was going to be defunded by JFK and we're just unaware of this fact, that that's what actually happened?
2: Oh, yeah. Don't you think well, yeah, that because- looker on the grassy knoll was probably a, a, a Muppet? <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> Elmo was on the grassy knoll. <laughs> well,
2: Snuffleupagus was desperate because, I mean, everyone
5: knows, like, if it had come to it, Big Bird was is obviously who's going to get put into
3: the presidency. Uh, there's no question. Yeah. And the vice president has to be Oscar the Grouch. For sure.
5: <laughs> uh, for sure. Well, he was. His grouch. name was Dick Cheney.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and how. We are we are back, nation. And I, uh, guys, I have a question for you before we get back into uh, the Guidestones. It's tangentially related. And, and this is not a joke. This is, uh, Isn't it interesting? And what are your thoughts on these huge stone structures throughout time going all the way back to before we had recorded history, all the way through the Guidestones and today, we as a people have a,
2: an obsession with large stone structures. Well, they say, like, in the back past, the back past, you know, they built a lot of these things because... Pretty time. I mean, they lasted. And I think It was that, more utilitarian. Yeah, you know, but that is a hell of an undertaking for those people. They like, look at the pyramids and stuff like that. That's a hell of a thing to say, huh? And that's we're what I'm going to, we're going to spend the next generation making. This. That's what I was kind of getting to. Is it kind of innate in our nature
3: that the harder the task, the more worthwhile we see it. And therefore
2: that's why we do take, have these undertakings. I mean, you know, you got to make sure the juice is worth the squeeze. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. Is it, is it, is it-
5: last batteries that their slogan is built to last like a thousand years Duralast. from now, are people going to be looking at these things and being like, God, this must have been an amazing time to be alive. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 well, they want what they won't see is like a thousand years from now. They
2: won't see the Empire State Building. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But they might probably will see the Jordan. Are you saying right? that all of humanity will be blind?
3: Well, yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. Thank you. Thank you for that. Built to last, the Empire
2: State Building. Oh, wait, that's not last, no, that's that's Dura last. Yeah, to last. Yeah, the big thing is not as much of that as what you're building these things to last. What is the true purpose? That's a tough question, you know, to to ask without knowing exactly who's responsible for them, because well, that's why it's open to so much speculation. That that's because if you know who's responsible, it can give you an insight as to
3: their motivation, right? Because you you know know what they stand for. You know
5: what's odd, though? Uh, Everyone does get really, really obsessed with something. And you guys both mentioned it at different points of, like, when, when you don't know what someone's motivation was or who the person behind it was, you know what the one thing in all of the world that we don't take that approach is with? Orphans. How come no one's like, well, what's that kid's purpose?
2: Right? <laughs> we don't know <laughs> even, when adopt, are. even when you adopt a dog, you want to know, like, you know, what is his breed? I want to know how big he's going to be and what kind of diseases he might have. Or not diseases, but is he going to get hip dysplasia or something? You can't really do that with Timmy. You know? Yeah. Well, we are talking about
3: human beings versus everything else. Yeah, what's their purpose? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You guys are
2: horrible. Who You're both heck, horrible who
3: people. Who the h- created that?
5: You're both <laughs> horrible people. Question? I'm not
2: a horrible person at all. I'm saying it's okay that we do that. I'm just saying we don't do that. He's right. Oh. It's, it's an, an observation, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's the one thing you're I can a think horrible of where person for judging that. us
5: uh, incorrectly. I, I mean, know, I, I, I would imagine at some point in time they did. They were like, "Well, we know why he's
3: left-handed. No oh. one even
5: knows who the heck his parents <laughs> are.
3: <laughs> he's clearly of the and, devil." Uh, whether uh, I whether I judged you incorrectly or correctly, I'm still judging you. Let's be
2: clear. Um, I know it. I'm judging.
1: surrounded by assholes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so the, the, the before we get into the meeting or, or the purpose. Let's run down some of the usual suspects when, when you're looking at who actually built these. Who was Kaiser Soze? <laughs> that is well, the number is. one. Everyone that's just that's who it was, right? Mm-hmm.
3: It's highly likely. So there's an article a number of years back in Wired magazine. That Wired a- is an awesome
2: public. You know, it really I love their is. Website.
3: Yeah. Uh, and it laid out uh, a, a few of these suspects, a few of the potential groups that could have been behind the building of the stones. Let's start
2: with one that has a really cheery name.
3: The Luciferians. Yeah. Mm. Doesn't
2: that just make you want to go have a picnic? (laughs) In hell. Yeah. Oh, what's for dinner? Fire ants. (laughs) Yeah, in 2005. that's, That's what's for the enema. Yeah, right. In 2005, Mark Dice, author of the book called The Resistance Manifesto, and oh, you know God. it's good because it's got manifesto in it. Yeah. At this point, I mean, who, it, who's, who's naming their treatise a
5: manifesto?
3: <laughs> I felt your eyes roll from all the way over here, Joe.
2: <laughs> he began to demand that the Guidestones be... Uh, this is a quote smashed into a million pieces. Mm-hmm. So Marky claims that the like monument has a deep satanic origin. According to Dice. <laughs> 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 at the nice one time that uh, Christian was a high ranking member of a Luciferian secret society at the forefront of the new world order. I told you. told you they go hand in hand in this one. Yeah, they do. The elite are planning to develop successful life extension technology in the next few decades. That that will nearly stop the aging process. You know, things like curing cancer. And they fear that with the current population of Earth so high, the masses will be using resources that the elite want for themselves. So the Guidestones Mm -hmm. are the New World Order's Ten Commandments. They're also a way for the elite to get a laugh at the expense of the uninformed masses as their agenda stands as clear as day, and the zombies don't even notice it. Ironically, Dice's message has mainly produced greater publicity for the Guidestones. Yeah, well done, Dice. Well,
5: it falls down upon itself, because there's one thing that the elite aren't looking around wondering 10 years from now if they're going to have access to, and that's Monsanto-engineered corn. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, no one's sitting around hoping the masses don't get a hold of it. All of
3: that. You know? <laughs> and roundup that goes with yeah, it. Yeah, and the roundup. So the the where this falls apart for me, well... In numerous places, <laughs> yeah, please, John.
1: The one the place, one place that, with yeah. all of it being the so one airtight crack in the
5: shell, please reveal <laughs> to us you're fine because the rest of us are looking at this. It's
3: There's airtight. no way this was a laugh at our uh,
2: expenses. John.
3: the The benefit, if you're a Luciferian, the benefit isn't for the New World Order; it's for everybody who follows your sect. It's a belief structure. It's not about just having a new world order. It's about believing in Lucifer and everything he does. Allegedly. Allegedly. Now, I guess yeah, there are some members of the Luciferians who say, the well, Luciferians we, we
2: changed we, we, their name a few <laughs> years ago, too, to distance themselves from Lucifer. The <laughs> thing I find most fascinating.
3: About Why would anyone as- associate us
2: with the devil when we only named ourselves after him? They, well, their founder, George Lucifer, uh, was like, it." <laughs> All right. Uh, what's another one? This is one that
3: is near and dear to Joe's heart because he is one. No, I'm kidding, but uh, he does know about a bit about of them. The Rosicrucians. Yes. So there was a. Uh, we'll we'll take this through the lens of a um, of a tinfoil hatter. His name's Jay Widener. He's a former Seattle radio commentator turned conspiracy hunter. Who's heavily? That in- is a hell
2: of a hunter. Like, <laughs> like awesome. does he have like Alex Jones bust like on his wall? <laughs> like, I caught him. He was great.
5: <laughs> where do you think? Like, where do if if we think of it in terms of like stratego, where everyone has right. like their rank and their value, like where would a conspiracy hunter fall compared to a conspiracy enthusiast right. like our own
3: Brent Hand? Uh, chaotic neutral. Ah, got (laughs) the answer. (laughs) Got it. Uh, So he's uh, heavily invested his time and energy into one of the most popular hypotheses, which is the Rosicrucians. Now, by the way, you don't have to be a complete nut job to believe... That the Rosicrucians did it but no, let's no, no, get no. into let's get into specifically what he believed he believed that uh, the Rosicrucians who follow the order of the Rosy cross are they're a secret society of mystics who originated in late medieval Germany and claim understanding of esoteric truths about nature the universe etc uh, that's been concealed from us laymen
2: yeah, mm-hmm. they, they mix like Christianity with the whoo-hoo. you know it's like it's like a Wiccan and a priest had a baby and then they each, each got mysticism like half and half time with it <laughs> <You know? laughs> kind of uh, some
3: Gnostic Christianity yeah
2: yeah you know if you uh, naturalism naturalism thank you you t- know the, it's a little have- too on the nose though RC Christian the ro- you know the hey. the Rosicrucians like come oh on now oh
3: boy oh boy remember earlier we mentioned that if you look at it from a bird's eye view it almost looks like a cross with something in the middle mm-hmm. the Rosy Cross is a cross with a rose in the middle mm-hmm. that's that was the uh, oh, that's the gotcha moment for the Rosicrucians.
2: Except jo- the uh, is there the a top rose? Stone on- isn't
5: a rose, but is there a rose laid on it?
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was at the beginning. Yeah, it's since blown away. Yeah, about a day later. But no, they didn't think that one. They didn't think that was through at all. Uh, what, what What are some other things about Rosicrucians, Joe?
5: I find them fascinating because it's it's basically like ev- everything. It's like let's take it all. Right. Like, right naturalism, they believe they have secret knowledge about the four elements. They believe that also they have secret knowledge about like, you know, Wicca and all that kind of stuff. So, Mm -hmm. you know, understanding of living the natural living world, then it's like, well, Christianity has a couple things that are pretty interesting. We got those too. Like, you know, it's, it's a
2: very unusual whole ordeal. I was talking about the name you know, it's kind of too on the nose. But right? Uh, Widener, he says, well, fuck right, it's on the nose because it's an homage. So it's, he says it's an homage to this legendary 14th century founder of the Rosicrucians, uh, a guy who identifies as freighter CRC and later as Christian Rosencruz. Uh, and secrecy, Widener says, has been a hallmark of the, the Rosicrucians and a group that announced itself to the world in the early 17th century with a pair of anonymous manifestos that created a huge stir across Europe, uh, despite the fact that no one was ever able to identify a single member. That's the best part. It's almost like, uh, what do you call it? Um... Uh, cicada yeah it's right. like
5: is there actually anyone like I've read anything from they've been able to figure out they think it's like eight guys that <laughs> just yeah. did this whole thing to mm-hmm. like no no
3: no 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 it was pervasive across the entire ruling class of Europe if you go find a practicing Rosicrucianer, they will say I'm not a Rosicrucian I yeah. am a studier of Rosa they're, right. they're like hipsters <laughs> yes right. I'm not yes. a hipster they're glamming on yeah I'm
5: not a hipster I just drink it at, I just drink PPR and Pilsen while wearing a snap uh a
2: shirt and black (laughs) tight jeans. A lot of people, like, are you a, or are you like some sort of Amish offshoot? Because a lot of them, uh, here's my beard and my my pants that only have buttons, and Mm. uh, I'm wearing some weird shoe, and I'm wearing a flannel shirt. Just one weird shoe. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Or no shoes sometimes now, you know, every once in a while. And a large flat-brimmed hat. Yeah.
3: Seriously, there are people out there who identify as followers of Rosicrucianism, but they will not call themselves right. a Rosicrucian. Does that make sense? They right. and it's not because they're trying to not identify; it's because they're not allowed to. They right. say because they haven't been indoctrinated or whatever it takes to become to be part of the sect. We haven't reached out to them like the Illuminati has to us on Instagram. <laughs> on, oh yes, man. Yes. While the guides on the Georgia Guidestone do kind of fly in the face of what we'd call Orthodox Christianity, Mm -hmm. they conform really well to the tenets of Rosicrucianism, which stress reason and endorse a harmonic relationship with nature. You mentioned naturalism before. Mm -hmm. Widener also has a theory about the purpose of the Guidestones. He Uh thinks Uh that for generations, the group has been passing down knowledge of a solar cycle that climaxes every 13,000 years. Remember, we talked about those coronal mass ejections eleven thousand years ago that could have cr- caused the last and, ice age. In
2: eighteen hundred, that we got hit with
3: one, but it didn't cause you know an ice age. An ice but, age. Yeah. This they're getting us ready for the next one. During the culmination of this, those coronal mass ejections are supposed to devastate the Earth again. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the shadowy. And it's organi- not an
2: if; it's a win. Yeah, right.
3: literally, it will happen. Right, but it, we. It's not proven that it's every 13,000 years. No. That's the big no, difference. No, 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 no. Uh, meanwhile, the shadowy organization behind the Guidestones is now orchestrating a planetary chaos, he believes, mm-hmm. that began with the recent collapse of the U.S. financial system in 2008 and will result in major disruptions of oil and food supplies, mass riots, and ethnic world wars. The one problem with this theory?
2: Let me guess. Can I pick the date? Yes. December 21st, 2012, the date with everything. Yes. That yes. was everyone's date. But Damn it. It uh, did not happen yet. I, yeah. You know what? It would have. But a few years ago, a pope and a leader got together, yep. and they threw the whole <laughs> calendar off. And you know what? I mean, it's we're still trying to figure it out. They even got the rosy crayons, uh, the rosy crayon people, and uh, they got them to—they're <laughs> they wrong. Everyone's wrong. All these people that were just know that the world was going to end—it's still coming. We're just a little behind. We're only in the Middle Ages right now. That's the difference, right? Now <sighs> we okay. In,
3: in seriousness, we know obviously that didn't happen. That doesn't that. And that, as I said before, that guy is out there. That doesn't mean that there's less validity to the concept or the idea that the Rosicrucians were behind
2: R.C. Christian, which is sounds like the kind of group that would put together money and do that. Exactly. And um, name every other group that we're going to name. And it sounds just like they could have done it. I mean, that's right. what's that's what's funny about that. It didn't happen. But like you said, it it makes a lot of sense. Another group that makes kind of sense that we just talked, Sean, the NWO.
1: You know, those NWO shirts should really say SWM.
2: <laughs> Why the hell are they going to say that?
1: Single white male? What? Day <laughs> woke meat sex.
3: Oh, no, there. There's oh, a t shirt idea. Now, he was one ahead of
2: me there.
1: I'm always oh, yeah. ahead of your dumb ass. That's,
2: that's a That's a hell of a t-shirt hey, idea, you Brent. Look just like the NWO from wrestling. Yes. Oh. For life. Now I'm interesting. Yeah, stay woke, meat sex. For, For life.
5: life. <laughs> is
1: C-Bot evolving?
5: Ooh. <laughs> oh, God. That just happened? That just <laughs> got scary. Just get, he got one ahead
1: of John? Listen, Cockstain, you can't evolve perfection. <laughs> oh, boy.
2: Oh, Lord. And he's back. <laughs> so th- there's other conspiracy theorists out there that don't believe it has a religious angle at all. Right. So it's the NWO. It's just the NWO. But Lucifer
3: is not involved or, yeah. or the Luciferians or whatever. It's just the NWO. It's that, that secret cabal of people
2: running the world. So there's this, there's this conspiracy theorist. He's a computer analyst. His name's Van Smith. He's out of Arkansas. And his website, Vans Hardware, offers extensive analysis of the stone. If you, it's worth going to. If you Google... The Georgia guidestones
3: on the first page. It's gonna be there. His website will be there.
2: Yeah, it's it's a very distinct looking uh, black background, white writing. He talks a lot about like, uh, this page has been brought back up because I had hack attempts from all over the world and stuff I and mean, Maybe he has. You know, I'm not saying he hasn't, but it's an interesting read when you're when you're checking out his website. And, and basically everything he believes,
3: we'll get into the details of the NWO, but everything he believes is rooted in numerology. Astrology, pretty much everything RC Christian said, this has
2: nothing to do with. Which is exactly what you'd say. That's what you you would say. That's what they want you to think. So he says, he says, the purpose of the monument's 10 edicts, he says, is to establish the groundwork for a totalitarian global government. The proportions of the stones predict the exact height in feet of Dubai's Burj Khalifa which is that now the world's tallest building. So in
3: 1980, um, they were predicting that that would be built by building the Georgia yeah. Guidestones. And
2: both the Guidestones and the Burj allude to the Tower of Babel. Now, if you don't know what the Tower of Babel was, that was the the tower that they built to get to heaven. And um, God said, uh, nay, you're not going to make that.
3: Uh, no relation to no, our I'm, good listeners. The Babels. The Babels.
5: Not, not, yeah. not, although some, some would say that it's actually pronounced the Tower of Babel. Just so you know. Oh! Oh! Ooh. Is there something deeper there? <laughs> well, deep underneath the guide stones. Under the yes, gu- <laughs> it's
3: it's called the time capsule. Uh,
1: yes. So, what Remember if it.
3: the what if the time capsule from Brent's church is under
1: <laughs>
2: the guidestones? That actually makes a lot of sense <laughs> when I think about it. <laughs> That's, right. That's why they won't let you get it. <laughs> yes, right. That's right. Get your jackhammer. Uh he also is aware that there's supposed to be a time capsule speaking of buried at the feet uh west of the monument and according to the story the capsule is only to be opened when the signs are made obvious by the monument of an impending global cataclysm and the north star sighting hole is probably the feature that was intended for detecting the the this cataclysmic event if the story he says he was told is true, the hole is similar to a device created by the Hopi to detect a similar calamity. The Hopi <laughs> Indians who were, you know, they, they talked about all that, the Anunnaki and all those things.
3: So it's just a coincidence that the hole also aligns with the North Star. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, you know, just one of those things. They you sat know. and mathematically figured it out for a coincidence.
2: Now, here's, here's the other thing. It's none of that. It's a well-intentioned individual who fears global apocalypse. Yeah, just, mm, I fear pretty, that. That, but I'm not well-intentioned, so you know it's not me. Think and about this. And though. this is
3: a. It's a. This is probably the most well-regarded theory uh, about why they were built, or which who, is why it's boring. What the, the, boring, the hell was
2: 1979 and 1980? The Cold War. Fucking a, it was. It was right in the height of the Cold War. We were literally at that moment.
3: I mean, you could say this numerous times throughout history because it kept evolving towards it closer to global nuclear
2: war and mutually assured destruction than at any moment prior. I 1000% disagree because I watched that documentary, X Men Days of Futures Past, and I know that we were yep. closer at one time, but the mutants saved us. That's a fact.
3: Um, th- th- that's fair that's fair I, yeah, I track my former statement it.
5: also how can we always talk about like the Luciferians and the Rosicrucians stuff and no one's talking about the
2: Rastafarians and this whole thing
5: <laughs> like I saw did you have you seen the pictures of when these things were getting built have you seen the hats they're where,
2: all wearing where is uh, now real quick mm-hmm. where is the Guidestones right near the beach oh, <laughs> Boys. There, it <laughs> there it is you can't talk about the Cold War and what we're talking about which without one of my favorite uh, my favorite terms mad mutually assured destruction john yeah. Mutually, you launch a missile at me i launch a missile at you and until we are, we don't just take out each other we take out the planet and and so people think that it was a a
3: response to to that time period and how they thought that nuclear winter would come uh, essentially a rosetta stone of of sorts because it's in all those different languages paired with some timely advice Rose for Etta? for whatever <laughs> oh okay good job what's left of humanity. Advice yes, for yeah. well, whatever was left for humanity once we recovered which might take could take thousands of years. That's you guys, why you
2: make it in stone. You guys remember in the 80s in school have to do turtle drills in case there was a missile like you'd, you'd go under your desk because everyone knows yeah. nuclear explosion anything cannot penetrate a high school Correct. Uh, desk, grade school desk if that child is in the so turtle it, position. I mean those things were pretty heavy. Is maintaining
5: humanity under 500 million? It, could that be like 500 million inches and might that like be the right math to be how deep you have have to be to not be killed by, by uh, radiation.
2: radiation and yeah. fallout, or the Tower of Babel or Babel. You Babel. can't go over that height, you know. I mean, we're, oh,
5: and that's when God will yet again scatter the, the smite human me, race oh mighty smiter, sling eight new languages at us. Yeah, yeah. So
3: basically, what the what people, the proponents of that theory are saying is that they meant five hundred million people. That's what they meant, but but what they're saying is that when these these edicts are actually going to be applicable to humanity will already be well under 500 million. And they're saying, don't go back over don't it. Go back so, over. You're not saying yeah. kill everybody. You're going to yeah. do that
5: on your
2: own.
3: Right. <laughs> um, we're going to help you afterwards. Afterwards. Mm. Yeah. Now, the, most of the debate around this whole thing, like is it good, is it bad, revolves around that one statement maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature.
4: Because you murdered half the planet.
2: A small price to pay for salvation. <laughs> uh, Thank you Mad Titan You're so the welcome the question guys is Are they
3: supporting Or trying to incite genocide On a truly unprecedented level Because I, I'm going to repeat the numbers If that meant 500 million people At the time There was 4.5 billion people on earth So you're reducing The number of people on earth By 80% Is that what they meant Or did they mean Either 500 million Was in reference to people Or that it was in reference to people, but they'll already be gone because of what we
2: just talked about. Yeah. Oh yeah. Shit goes down. So this is how you need to fix it. Oh, I mean, do you guys have an opinion there before we get to overall opinions? I, it's it, <laughs> the problem is we don't know because we don't know who built it. So it goes either way. Yeah. And and, and I, I hate to be wishy-washy on that. It's very ominous when you first read it and it sounds like, okay, we need to do these things. But then when you get into the astrological points and if it really is, that they feel like this solar, Astronomical, flare, astronomical event is going to wipe us out, then okay, here's some guides to better us in the future. That seems like a rosier <laughs> hey! um, uh, outlook on it, but it you can't say that. So I guess I can't say without knowing I have opinions on how I feel, but everything is just opinion unless you know who really, who really made it. No, it mm-hmm.
5: was, it was also though still a time when the whole concept of the population bomb which you know was the name that the guy whatever i can not remember the scientist name who wrote the book but that definitely was very very forward in 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 a lot of when you of say population mind, bomb
3: you mean that the fact the that too of, many people that we don't have the resources that, to feed that, them all that
5: that was the time when everyone was it was it was widely agreed upon that it was like hey based on what we see today as the earth's population is increasing we don't know how the heck people are going to live we don't have resources for it like and that was that was pretty Well debated, regarded, whatever, but it was a legitimate thing at the time. I think there can be a way to look at what he's saying and not necessarily for it to jump over the edge to I'm writing down in these stones that four billion people need to die right now. I think it could still just be being informed by that concept and saying like, hey, guys, somehow this has to happen or is going to happen. But as of what we can see right now, half a billion people means Everyone. So, if you look at the other things, single language, peace, uh, reasonable laws, like looking out for yourself, and not and which are, you, are you know sure this wasn't
2: just a Gene Roddenberry thing for Star Trek. I, uh,
5: that's the thing. It's it's there's a little bit of that of like this Utopia. concept of where can there be harmony? How can we take away the concept that people are fighting over scarce resources? Because that's really a lot of what this is. No misunderstanding. No need to compete with each other for everything. There's a little bit of that utopianism to it that I don't know that has to have a nefarious slant to it. No, it if doesn't you think have to. In that term, it's just fun to. <laughs> <you're>, well, <laughs> I, I'm by the way, I'm not positing what I think it is, but uh, I think you can you can make a case for
3: it. And you're right, Brent about Star Trek uh, I mean that is a utopian society yep. no there is no currency they've have have oh, remember I the
5: mean, next generation when uh, the guys get reawakened that have been like uh, yeah. in hibernation yeah. for like a th- hundreds of years and Riker tries to explain to the guy that there's no more money
3: Right yeah 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 <laughs> it doesn't go well I, I Joe I think you make a really good point and I was actually going to reference the other the other commandments edicts whatever they are as well Obviously none of us know for sure what they mean but Often, when you're trying to understand what what someone else means, you look at the totality of what they said to infer meaning. And if you read all of the others, while there certainly is a a, a tone to them, the tone isn't murderous. The no. tone isn't in any way, shape, or form not outwardly. Uh, yeah. yeah, it it is is much more of. How do we how do we align things for humanity well? Mm-hmm. That doesn't feel like someone who was also saying eliminate four billion of right. them. And it's funny because you look into others which are not
2: this isn't us to sit down and tell you who exactly did it. We gave you the what? groups. What? There's a lot of people. A, what? Why the hell am I on the show? You there's guys a tricked lot me again. Of <laughs> yes. People that will come out and say, you know, it was Ted Turner or it was David Duke or it was, you know, the KKK is a, a big player. This in guy that lot was of- friend. Uh, there's another guy, Clark, I think it was his last. Yeah. name, Was friends with Duke. Yeah. yeah, and he was the the money guy behind this. You put it forward, and you know, the KKK really wants you know, harmony once we get out. But then why are they spreading diversity? That doesn't really make sense when you read this up exactly. A lot of the things neither does Ted Turner. You know, these are just buzzwords that people and when you read into it
3: Well it's in Georgia. He was the richest man in Georgia. Yeah. So but he had probably a, not, but yeah. he did marry
2: well,
5: Hanoi Jane. Yes. <laughs>
1: yes he did. <laughs> Clearly
5: loves communism. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Show over. Oh, Done. Manifesto. You know, and there is the other thing that no. you know, I, I was teasing at the beginning about the eugenics is a lot of people talk about, you know, you look at these things and um, it it makes you, you know, breed fitness and, and, and diversity. The diversity they need is the, the right genes for people and they, they it kind of has a eugenics flair. There's also a lot of people who going names, back to Nazis. There's a lot of of people who's been named as maybe the people that were involved in this who were into sterilizing anyone with an IQ under 100 and, you know, uh, getting rid of the inferior races and things like that. And it just leaves a nasty taste. And so it's hard not to look at these things and kind of go nefarious sometimes when these people are named.
3: Specifically, the second number two is what they are generally referencing when they're talking about eugenics. Guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. It's the guide reproduction wisely part, which giving it guidance means that you are making decisions. about who can or hiding well the problem is uh, you might not be making the decision
2: the tribunal is or or whatever just it you know and so hey i applied to see if i could have a baby and it turns out i got they sterilized me (laughs) (laughs) do you think it was the owens
5: that actually produced this thing and then that they're just trying to come in and infiltrate earth and
2: prepare us for when the time is going to come when we produce a lantern the people from oa are they know what's best for us. They know what's yeah, best for they the know. entire, not galaxy universe. Yeah, oh, I thought you meant Owen Wilson. No, yeah, o- the- oh, uh, uh, Owen, uh, Owen. No,
3: he I said meant, Owens. I
5: meant the Owens, as in Owen Wilson and Owen uh, no, Owen, I, Owen I, Luke I Wilson. <laughs> <laughs>
3: The eugenics part, I mean, you, you, we've seen this in history before. We, we, we made jokes about Nazis earlier, but they did that. Mm-hmm. They literally were having who they thought were uh-huh. their best and brightest only breed and it had nothing to do with whether they fell in love or anything like that. It's like, oh, you are you have blonde hair, blue eyes, are tall and athletic. You're going to ble- breed with this other blonde hair, blue eyed, tall and athletic.
2: Want to know a secret? Uh, I grew up, I had blonde hair, blue eyes, I was tall and athletic, and now I'm a fat fuck. So, ha <laughs> ha, Nazis! <laughs> like, I would have been one, I would have been in the breeding camp. I would have been in the breeding camp, and then it would have turned into, I'd have been like, yes, yes. I can tell you
5: who we know didn't do this. The Society of Learned Individuals who ran uh Springfield at one point on the Simpsons <laughs> when they when they announced the edict that we shall we shall conform to the Vulcan principle of breeding once every year. And by the way, for, we,
3: for many of us
5: we, we do, that will be much more. For some, much
3: much less. <laughs> we do need a bell there. We got the Simpsons. the Simpsons drop. Brent, are you saying then? by way of of your explanation that every time you have a pizza you're just giving a middle finger to Hitler?
2: I am just doing my part. Mm. You know, yeah. I'm doing my part. I'm doing. It. Would you like to you, know more? Would you like to know
5: more? <laughs> do you think do you think that that do you think that the pizza delivery place you had the run in with is actually a Nazi? Uh, oh! outpost?
2: that only nation I had a really bad experience with a pizza place lately. Uh, so much that their company sent me set, vouchers for 7 free pizzas. They were so rude to me. Um it only makes sense. It only makes sense. Yeah. I wondered why it was RC Pizza. <laughs> 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 they they deliver from Georgia. It's expensive, but it's good. <laughs> you know? Odd part
3: was they still serve Coke products. Yeah,
2: <laughs> it's the damnedest. You
3: can't if you're if you're in Georgia, you cannot outrun Coca Cola. So
2: all right, all right, Joe. I'm putting you on the spot. I'm going to put all us on the spot. Oh boy. Who built it? Who oh built it?
3: Oh boy.
5: I think a bunch of guys who well, I mean, there could have been gals involved in the group too. <clears throat> the but understood guy. Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of people who thought it would be an interesting little experiment that might cause some chatter and conversation at a time when there was no outlet such as Twitter or Facebook to try to create that. Uh mm-hmm. to create some publicity and and get people talking. One of the things I've never been able to find, and this would, this is a piece where it remains, this would help me formulate a better theory. The eight different languages, do, do the things that we're talking about from the English piece of it, How that, do they translate? that feel ominous or whatever, does it come across the same way in these other languages? Are some of the things that are so open to interpretation from us, actually on purpose because they had to be very succinct and very like kind of like basic for it to come across right in eight
2: different languages you're, you're, you're at i think there's a really good question you're asking the wrong group i only speak english esperanto and profanity yeah. american sign language so i well, speak Sanskrit.
5: And yeah. like when we think something comes across angry in in American, I mean we all know one of the world's three gentlest languages is Russian. Yeah. So like what does it come well, across yeah. like, like, like I meant, love you like, in German is
2: yeah. You know like so like, <laughs> I mean the
5: Russians are obviously saying like guide reproduction wisely. Yeah.
3: So you're so you're saying I mean I, so this this was written in English originally. They actually brought in translators from the local area to help with the, how you would write it in Sanskrit or Russian right. or whatever. So, you, But what you're saying is, were they written so, uh, for, a lack, uh, for lack of a better term, non-verbosely, so they would translate well?
5: Yeah, so yeah. I'm the guy who you brought in to do the Swahili piece, and I say to you, you know what, John, the way that you wrote this... It's actually not going to translate real well. What do you want here? Do you want, do you want it to be consistent or do you want it to be the spirit of what you're saying? If if they only we and they said, no, of... we've got to have it be consistent. And so now it's like weird in all eight languages. And it's like, well, yeah. now it doesn't yeah. kind of make sense to anybody. If only we had some sort of machine that could read and understand multiple languages.
1: Yeah too bad
2: huh yeah
5: yeah too bad <laughs> what a what a shame but i really do i i think it's i don't think it's indicative of anything bigger than anything else i think probably the the people who were involved in it get a kick out of the fact that at this point there have been these like groups that have come out of 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 uh, all areas and facets of society to like have their theories on on I, or, or yeah. laughing in the crowd. The moment that like seven minutes into
2: it's unveiling that that pastor said like, well, this is of the devil. <laughs> like, right. I, and I, I actually, I, I tend to agree with him. I, I think it was probably, you know, a, a group of like-minded individuals as they said that probably <laughs> wasn't any big group. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of big groups love to take, Credit for things, not to say that they would or wouldn't, but it was probably just one of those things where, we're like, hey, we're in a bad spot here. We all meet up, we have our little group of eccentric millionaires, and we've got this thing. Let's let's build something that's going to outlast us and get our information out. And it's like you said, they probably laugh and giggle a little bit, even when yeah, at first it probably really made a mad when they're like, "This is evil." They're like, "No, we're trying to help you guys." I don't know though. I might be way off, at it it might have been the KKK, or it might have been
5: the, <laughs> the Rosicrucians, or or who knows. It's just a fancy pamphlet, is what it is.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm bad at folding, good at chiseling, John. I
3: think I agree with you guys for the most part. The one place I, I think I might disagree is I, I think there probably was a more organized group behind it. Uh, oh, it might, I think uh, there's a
2: group. Yeah, I get that.
3: Mm-hmm. The um, I mean, could it be the the Rosicrucian.
5: Oh, you mean organized as in a larger, large-scale uh, organization, not eight buddies. Right, not eight, right, exactly. It.
2: Uh, exactly. It, it feels... I tell you who it was. The local one eighty eighth stone workers union <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> that really uh, organized this. The city council of
3: Elberton. Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> or, or some guy or some guy who was trying to build a tunnel, and he's like, there's all this dang granite
3: everywhere. I know. <laughs> <laughs> How can we get rid of some of this? Um, the, uh, and the reason I say that is the They seem so, I'm not going to say well thought out, but, but thought out, Mm -hmm. they seem, Mm -hmm. it seems like very much of a a, manifesto is the wrong word. It seems very much more like a a line of thinking. Yeah. Like this is what we believe. This this is is how we, this is exactly. And we want to share this with the world. And so I'm not saying it's religious in any way, Mm -hmm. but it's a group that wants to get their message out there without perhaps actually being tied to the message. It's that we, Dan
2: Venusian who never really left Earth. Valiant Thor? Yeah, and he's yeah. just like, you know what? I'm going to try it this way. They're obviously not looking for
3: repute in any way, shape, or form. They just want their message out there, and that's why mm-hmm. I believe it's some sort of organized belief system. Not necessarily religious, but some sort of organized belief system. But let's go back, before we wrap, to one specific question. Do you guys believe that when they said 500 million, that they meant kill four people? Billion to no, get there I don't
2: No, I, I think it was we All agree on that I think it Was the um. you know after the Cataclysm you know we they uh, see uh, These that, guys uh, they seem very <laughs> Chalant yeah ever put it out <laughs> they Are I'm
5: whelmed yeah frankly I'm a little bit annoyed that john did this like there's nothing less fun on this show than when the three of us agree about something it's true <laughs> what the
2: f i well, mean I end it now <laughs> uh <laughs> the one thing that we haven't brought up is that the true people that probably put it together were the last remaining offshoots of the anunnaki who are actually letting us know what's going to happen these aren't choices <laughs> These are predictions what is happening. They're not no predictions, mean they might not happen. This is uh, promises, you know, yes. Exactly. <laughs> I promised to kill 4.5 billion, or now it'd be like 6.5 billion of you, or whatever. Well, I
5: can tell you this if that's true, I can tell you that there was no mom of the Anunnaki involved in this because if there were promises going on there, one of them would have been you're cruising for a bruising. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the uh, oh, that's what they meant by the 500 million. That, that was the bruising that <laughs> was coming their- to humanity.
2: If, if, if we, we really do,
3: <laughs> if, if we really do come from the Anunnaki, I just want to know where our magic scepters are. Well, we don't. We don't come from the Anunnaki. I can show That's, you my magic
5: scepter, but the yeah, whole yeah, concept I mean, of them is kastra. based on they were side by side with us. They were the, the sons of God and the daughters of man.
3: Yeah. We, we like, aren't we are that. Oh, no, we're the, we're the, the sons are, of man. There are multiple versions of this. There's also versions where they were on Nibiru, cycling around, and they dropped us off as their kids. No, I know that one it doesn't hold up bible, but the rest because, the
5: rest do because if it if it did then the bible wouldn't be fundamentally true in all cases well, and ways let, let me get
3: mean, back to my guys. my original and most important point if the anunnaki were involved in any way shape or form where are magic scepters there's it's That's lots annoying. of magic scepters I, to tell you. I want a magic
2: scepter i ask lisa i've got one oh great <laughs> can i borrow it No. It's called a remote control. Well. (laughs) Oh.
5: Yeah, I was trying to deflect away from where Brent was going. I could see it.
2: Ooh, fun i'll be the mommy <laughs> you will not be oh boy. So See, but not... that's gross <laughs> oh, oh man boy. so that's 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 kind of our thing on this guys it's a fun one it can be or not be as evil and ominous as you choose so uh you know, pick your poison on this one
3: nation we want to know what you think there's a really easy way to tell us what you think you can get on facebook and find our discussion page or astral project and we can just have that talk in person either one Uh, If you're not up to the astral projecting that particular day, you can hop on Facebook and search Hysteria Nation.
2: That's right. Or just go to Facebook.com slash Hysteria 51 pod. That's our normal page. where you can find this episode and all our other episodes. Also, don't forget Patreon.com slash Hysteria 51. You can become a patron supporter. We put new content out every week. $1 gets you everything. $2 and up, you get stuff in the mail. How awesome is that? You can get your own T-shirt that no one else can have. You can pick a topic. You can co-host the show. There you go. How you think Joe's here? <laughs> you can host the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can. You yeah. literally enough money. Brent will gladly. You, you can step edit aside. It. Do everything. <laughs> and if you want to hear your voice on the show, don't forget leave us a voicemail 773-669-7277. Again, that's 773 Brent, my um, my heart broke a little earlier. Uh oh. When you you informed me that we didn't have one voicemail to play today. Yeah, we've got a. F- I've got a little bit of a bank from one guy, our buddy Jesse, who has called in and left us several. He left us enough that I'm going to put them all together into a special episode for Jesse on Patreon because we have quite a bit of Jesse time. Is Jesse a patron? Just for Jesse. I'll make it free to everyone. Oh, wow. But for a dollar, you get all that other stuff. You're a giver. John, I'm going to task you with something here. We just passed 500 reviews on iTunes review. Why don't you pick some of the newest ones? Let's hear them, good or bad. We haven't done this in a while. No, we haven't. He hasn't, no, he hasn't read any but... uh, five stars. I'm, I'm thinking, John doesn't care n- about the people nearly as much as I do. Is what I was getting at with that statement. Just makes sense. I would say Brent just established that he is even m- more against
3: eliminating four billion people
5: than established
2: John Established dominance. Established dominance. <laughs>
3: Why does Brent keep trying to just snap his fingers over and over again?
2: Are you wearing an isotoner glove with with, with gems glued on it? Shut your mouth. Gems a bedazzled. Yeah. Uh,
3: the first one, five star. Um the headline is Sea boob, John Go, and then fourth written four T H. Okay. And uh five stars. Absolutely love this podcast. That was written by Not So Alien. No, well we, hey, we appreciate it. Five stars, always entertaining, written by Joker 816. Give it a try. You will not be disappointed. That was my pickup line in college. <laughs> <laughs> this next one written by Tame the Shame. <laughs>
2: My favorite part of some of these is the names. Because you know by now there's millions and millions. So they're like probably just trying to come up with stuff. Just and anything. Taken, uh, taken. Uh, the, the title of this one is also good Good to the Last Drop
3: love 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 h51 joined h nation bought the shirt can't get enough patreon here i come uh-oh well let us know which one you are on Patreon. you literally like yeah. this show more than joe does thank <laughs> you everyone does schmeadows wrote five stars awesome these guys crack me up actually he says this guy's crack me up <laughs> i've been binge listening like brent binge drinks bud light mm,
2: swill water and it's good it, it, is, it is speaking swill of water. good at the last drop Uh oh brent uh-oh what's up
3: uh there's let they're, they're not loving us here uh-oh how many stars uh shmalis gave us two stars shmalis uh i tried ellipses twice oh uh, i really wanted to like this podcast because i think it's compelling when they talk about the subject and i kind of like the Seabot shtick, stick dumbass but yeesh the humor in quotes is so lazy and just not funny especially brett hand <laughs> he goes for the tired low-hanging fruit
2: and Fucking he sounds like he thinks he's one of the funniest people ever but he just isn't every joke i've ever told is for me and me alone and that's why i laugh at them routinely mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> like I, I, it's sandy kaufman he's like if you get a kick a you know if you get a jo- chuckle out of it good for you but uh, it's for me let's wrap up with a positive one
3: five stars the truth is out there But uh, by Matthew JL, Hysteria 51 is a phenomenal podcast. Each episode is a well-paced hour with plenty of time given for an intro, setting the background, digging deeper, and giving a well-rounded wrap-up. What really makes the podcast excel is a fantastic balance. The show is both well-researched and there are thought-provoking discussions while at the same time adding in plenty of humor to keep things light. Wow. Wow. It's one that can hook you in with the topic and keep you engaged with the humor and personalities.
2: That's a hell of a, a review. Well, he it likes is, the it show better the, than I do. It's the tightest
5: hour on the internet.
3: <laughs> oh, show. wait. Okay, I'm going to give you one more. This is a bonus just for you, Brent, since okay. you got knocked down a peg earlier. Uh, uh, Rachel Great wrote, the intros, though, five star. Like she likes the intros. Mm-hmm. Um, so friggin' good. The intros kill me. The topics intrigue me. The hosts crack me up. Only one complaint:
2: Brent should sing more. <laughs> wow! There you go, bro. Rachel. Wow. Is there any Rachel songs? I don't know. I'm trying to think. Is you know, am I missing a, a big? You know, there's always a song Rachel. for Rachel. Uh, there it blows uh... from
5: Seinfeld. There's well, it's been a long journey from Milan to Minsk. Rochelle, Rochelle, <laughs> <laughs> found one.
3: I this love it already. This is Rachel by Russell Morris. He's an Australian artist, Russell the muscle. Come on, sing.
2: I'm done. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> oh, nation, thank you for all those reviews for real. We 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 love reading. Them. We do we just passed 500 and we're cruising towards 600. We hit 600. We're gonna give away another T-shirt. So keep them coming, and we'll have a fun contest for that. We need to do another contest soon here too. So we'll pick one here in the next couple of weeks, and we'll do something to give away some fun stuff because we got a we got a prize package starting to starting to build up here.
3: We also have our uh, our patrons
2: on Patreon who are going to all be a part of the show at one point. Yeah, so we're waiting for them. They have till the end of September. Leave us a voicemail. Send us an audio clip. If you leave us a voicemail, just say at the beginning, hey, this is for Patreon. We'll cut it out of the show. And we're going to play a special clip for all of them because you guys have till the end of the month to get us your audio. And if you can't remember that, just go on to Patreon. There's a, a special. There's a message. They're all about. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what our thoughts, Joe. <sighs> and don't don't think you're going to come back again. We appreciate Thank you being guys. here for the last time. It's, it's been all right. <laughs> now he's just going to go outside and wait again. It's what I do.
3: It's been real. It's been cool. But it hasn't been real cool. Oh, oh.
5: there's that cheesy humor that's
3: usually reserved for Brent.
5: <laughs> <No>. Low-hanging fruit. <laughs> low-hanging
2: Indeed. fruit. It's tasty, but it was low. <laughs> <laughs> With that said, I've been Brent. I've been Joe. I've been John. He's been conspiracy. ConspiracyBot. Stay woke, meet sex. It was terrible.
4: It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long.